Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning, all you listeners out there in Real Presence Radio Land. My name is Jack Kennelly, and with me, my co-host is my lovely wife, and her name is... Doreen. Doreen. Good morning, and welcome. It's a beautiful day in Fargo. I, we're, we're still uh, having above-average temperatures up here, at least, and I think we expect it towards the end of the week, and then I guess we're going to turn back into probably more normal weather over the weekend, but... Uh, uh, if you're up in this part of the uh, listening area, take advantage of the weather while we have it because it's absolutely gorgeous. Doreen and I actually went to Itasca State Park in Minnesota just the other day, and uh, the leaves were maybe a day or two past their prime, but it was still absolutely gorgeous, and I'm sure it still is out there as well now. Yes, it was especially beautiful climbing the fire the fire tower, tower and seeing the beauty from above the canopy of the trees. Right. It was not very beautiful looking down, though, especially when you're on the stairs that you can see through. I, I'm one who's not very good at, at, at heights, so I just kind of kept my eyes on the horizon. I was able to get all the way to the top. Yes, we met a cute little girl and her mother. The little girl was about three or four years old. She ran up that tower twice yes. <laughs> in the time that we were there. Yeah, yeah. The, by the time we got up the, the, our first time, she was up there her second time. <laughs> That's right. Right. Good morning, Bishop Kagan, and welcome. Thank you very much. Good morning to you both. How are things in Bismarck? Uh, well, very well. Uh, we have a nice weather day today. It's unseasonably uh, hot out here, but uh, I guess they say that'll change uh, rather quickly uh, within the next 24 hours. So. Oh, really? Uh, Old friends. Yeah. Well, how, how about those Chicago Bears? How are they doing? Well, uh, surprisingly, they uh, are. Uh, I think they they won their second game on Sunday. Uh, I don't get to see them uh, very often uh, since being out here. Mostly, uh, they're they're unless they're playing the Vikings or the Broncos. Uh, I I don't get to watch, but that's okay too. I'm usually gone on Sundays. Uh, <laughs> Uh, to parishes for confirmation anyhow so i i'm better off not watching i just rather get the score at the end that way i i don't have to uh jeopardize the salvation of my soul getting angry watching them play so well it's tough when you have to actually suffer through the event itself i'm with you as you better you're better off getting the score yeah, just give me the score. I can accept that one way or the other. So, well, I, I guess though, you're, it's better than being a Vikings fan, from what I understand this year. Well, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I'm not going to brag about the Bears. They aren't all that good. So, uh, you know, it's a long season, so we have to wait to see how it all ends up. But sure. Yeah. Well. Um, uh, would you be willing, before we get into the uh, our interview, would you be willing to lead us in a prayer? Certainly. Uh, let's begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. 
in this month uh, dedicated to the Most Holy Rosary. Let us pray together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother, Mother of God, God pray, pray, for, us pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, seed of wisdom, pray, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, well, you mentioned October, the month of Our Lady, and uh, we have you on to talk today about the rosary and its impact uh, on your life. And so, mm-hmm. uh, why don't we just jump right in there, and we'll let you kind of well, uh, tell us how things are going for you, and uh, you well, can jump into I, the Well, I'd topic. be happy to do that. I, uh, I grew up uh, in a uh, a wonderful Catholic family, and uh, from the earliest I can remember, and I, I'm pretty certain uh, uh, my mom and dad uh, said the uh, family rosary together from uh, when they were married in October of 1938, and uh, as each of us I'm one of six in the family of of siblings, and as each of us uh, were born and began to uh, grow, uh, we were just included in the family rosary. And uh, I'm convinced uh, that that, uh, from the, the earliest age that that had a, a, a distinct influence uh, on me and, and my vocation uh, to the priesthood. And uh, uh, to this very day, I mean, it was no big deal because once I went to the seminary right out of eighth grade in 1963 and then went through all 12 years of, of seminary training. And uh, that was just uh, a required uh, part of of the day of every seminarian, we said the rosary, and uh, so it wasn't a, 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 a change for me. I was very used to it, and uh, it's one of those those prayers that's uh, you know is uniquely Catholic, and uh, it's not only a, a private devotion; it's an excellent public devotion, and. Um, uh, I, I I just I enjoy praying the uh, to this very day I I pray a daily rosary uh, during my holy hour, uh, and uh, it's it just it, I I would encourage people uh, to get into that good habit of of saying the rosary uh, daily, uh, and soon enough it grows on you so much that you know you don't ever want to miss a day of saying the rosary and uh um to me it's it's one of the as i say it's uniquely catholic as a devotion uh but it's it's one of those things that's a, it's really a practical way for any person praying the rosary to come to know and love the lord jesus uh in a much deeper way because you're you're seeing him, you're following him through the eyes, through the heart of his own mother. And there's no better way to look upon Jesus than our Blessed Mother did. Bishop Kagan, um, 
to benefit those young families or um, mothers or fathers who might be listening right now or might listen mm-hmm. to this later on a podcast, could you go back to your um, years growing up in that beautiful devotion that your parents um, invited you into? And could you just mm-hmm. give us a little snapshot of what that looked like? Was it oh, yeah. after supper? No. Was it before well, bed? Well, see, my dad was... Uh, a doctor in a very small farming community, and so uh, he'd be uh, up early and making house calls uh, all morning, and then he would uh, see patients in his office, which was connected to our home, uh, in the afternoon and then in the evenings. And so, uh, and then as we were old enough, we were in the parish grade school during the day, so... um, we we knew that before supper, uh, we all uh, knelt down around the kitchen table, and uh, uh, we prayed the rosary. And uh, uh, my mother uh, directed it, uh, it and uh, each one of us uh, uh, took a day where once we were old enough and and we knew the rosary we would lead the family in the rosary. And, uh, you know, as young kids, that's not necessarily the thing you want to do, but we knew enough we'd never complain. And uh, uh, But as I say, soon enough, it, it, that just developed a, that good habit of, uh, yeah, this is the time of day when we say the rosary. And it didn't take... Uh, uh, you know, an hour to do that. It, it took, you know, if you're praying the rosary regularly, you can do it with devotion in about 20 minutes. Uh, if you're saying it with other people, sometimes if you say it privately, it, it might take a little longer or whatever, but that's that's okay. But uh, as I say, if from an early age, uh at least from the time I was getting ready to go to uh, the Catholic grade school, all through grade school, uh, it, it just became, uh, that's a part, normal part of our day. And I, I, I as I said, I know uh, that had a distinct influence on my vocation. And uh, it, it couldn't help but do that because, you know, the rosary, of course, is you know, a recapitulation of the life uh, of Jesus in this world through the eyes of his uh, of his mother, and there is no better person uh, for us to uh, have by our side, so to speak, being keeping our attention focused on Jesus than the Blessed Mother, and uh, um, she was with him. Uh, from beginning to end, and and she's still with him in the glory of heaven. And uh, she, as his mother, she's our mother, and there's no better person uh, to have, so to speak, on our side uh, in daily life than uh, our blessed mother. And uh, so I, I, it, it, I would encourage uh, younger families, uh, even newlyweds who uh, perhaps have not yet uh, started their family, get in the habit of praying the rosary together. 
you know, oh, like the, the joyful mysteries, the uh, the luminous mysteries, the sorrowful and the glorious mysteries. They're excellent meditations on the life of Jesus, and you they you always find something in these mysteries which it has a very distinct and direct connection to your own life. So, Bishop, we mentioned that uh, October is the month of Our Lady. And mm-hmm. uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, how October is thought of Our Lady's month? Well, actually, October is dedicated uh, as the month of the Most Holy Rosary. And, of course, it's by the, that fact, it's a month dedicated to our Blessed Mother. And um, when you consider those mysteries of the rosary, uh, who other than the Blessed Mother was involved in the life of our Lord as she was in everything, whether it was his, his, uh, from the Annunciation through his birth, uh, through his youth, uh, to when he uh, made his public appearance, uh, being baptized by St. John the Baptist in the Jordan to the beginning of his his three years of public life and ministry, all through his passion. And then uh, from the moment of his resurrection until uh, he ascended into heaven, who is with him? It's our Blessed Mother, who remained with the Church at its beginning uh, from that uh, moment of the ascension of our Lord into heaven through Pentecost and after Pentecost. It's our Blessed Mother. And um, it's, uh, it, it only makes good sense uh, when we uh, have a month honoring uh, dedicated to the Most Holy Rosary by that very fact. It's a month dedicated to our Blessed Mother uh, because it's she who gave us this uh, through the the good ministration of, of St. Dominic. And uh, it's, it's something that just keeps us in very close contact with her, and because we're in close contact with her, we're in that close and intimate contact with her son. And and as you said, by you know, when we really enter into that meditation that the rosary can be or should be, um, we're entering we're entering into almost like we're it's, it's like we're at the center of that relationship. Well, exactly, uh, because if we if we are, you know, praying the rosary with that sincere devotion, then Jesus becomes the center of our lives, just as he was the center of our Blessed Mother's life. That's another great advantage, as I say, of, of uh, walking with our Blessed Mother in, and following Jesus as she did, when we're praying the rosary, uh, clearly, you know, her life was all for Jesus. 
you know, mm-hmm. from beginning to end. Uh, that goes without saying almost. But shouldn't that be the same for us? The rosary is a wonderful devotional prayer that helps us make and keep Jesus as the center of our lives as our Blessed Mother kept him as the center of her life. It's no wonder that dying on the cross, you know, he shares his mother with us because it's the will of uh, Jesus that as she is his mother, he wants for the world to her for her to be our mother. And uh, that's, uh, you know, For over 2,000 years, uh, the great saints and theologians and spiritual writers have all said that very same thing. There's there's no dispute or debate about that. Thank you for that reminder. It is so beautiful, and it's such a great gift that we have that we can um, enter into that beautiful relationship. I was out for a walk oh, yeah. the other day, Bishop, with some friends, and we were, we were praying the rosary. We were at a friend's lake home, and so we were out in the country. We were praying the rosary right. together. And at the end, one of the women said, okay, what's your favorite set of mysteries? So I'm going to propose mm-hmm. that question to you. <laughs> Do you have a, a favorite set well, of mysteries? Well, it's a little hard. To, it's hard to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> choose but carefully. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I know it. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, uh, I, I guess the 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 set of mysteries uh, that uh, you know gives me the greatest uh, kind of food for meditation and thought um, would be the sorrowful mysteries. You know, it's it, when you you pray those mysteries. And again, with devotion, and you know, you meditate on what your each of each of those mysteries. It it's profoundly humbling to think that Jesus did not have to do this. He did it, however, in obedience to the Father, because He and the Father loved us to that extent that he was willing to lay down his life, the innocent one, for the sinners and the condemned ones, all of us, so that uh, he did for us what we could never have done for ourselves. And uh, to me, that uh, whenever I'm praying, I, I love the rosary and, and all the mysteries, but when I pray the sorrowful mysteries, that thought just, from beginning to end, it's always there, uh, whichever mystery, you know, I'm praying. Uh, it, it, it gives me the, uh, the impetus, you know, um, to be as regular as I can be in going to confession, mm-hmm. because, you know, uh, he did this for us. He didn't do it for himself, and uh, that, that to me, uh, so I guess, you know, even though they're the sorrowful mysteries, they're probably the mysteries that, you know, more than the others, kind of put me on the spot, 
and make me uh, strive to, you know, uh, strive for greater conversion of life, I should say. No, Bishop, as I was listening to it, made me, it made me um, wonder, could it be said that, in, and I've never had this thought before, but would it be true to say that in meditating on the mysteries, um, we are actually opening ourselves to receive the grace of those mysteries? Oh, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Let's not forget, you know, the rosary is a devotional prayer, and the Lord receives and answers all of our prayers. Uh, perhaps not in the way we like to tell him he's supposed to answer our <laughs> prayers, but he answers mm-hmm. all of our prayers. Mm-hmm. And that answer itself is a gift of grace. And, you know, that uh, that's very true. So as one, I'm, you know, thinking of the agony in the garden. So as one meditates mm-hmm. on the agony in the garden, um, he or she is is really truly receiving the love that Jesus was pouring out in his agony. Yeah, for each one. Very much so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're we're, we're it, it, it it it's one of those realities of the the life of grace, mm-hmm. which is uh, a share in the divine life. And let's not forget that you know uh, Jesus in the incarnation didn't give up his divinity; he took on our humanity uh, as a as the second person of the most blessed trinity bishop we're, we're coming up uh the t- time is not our friend here because uh, there's a oh, lot more dear. to be said but with about 45 seconds to go I, I think this is an important question though uh what advice could you offer to someone who finds praying the rosary difficult well i would suggest don't give up but perhaps if it's difficult at least each day pray a decade of the rosary. Now, if you you want to pray the joyful or luminous or sorrowful or glorious mysteries, take one decade per day and just pray that with devotion and meditate on whichever mystery that would be. And soon enough, you'll want to add another decade and so forth. So... Okay, that's good advice to start out small steps and then kind of work up yeah. to it. That's great. Take uh, baby steps. Yeah. Bishop, we certainly want to thank you for being with us today. Hey, and you're very kind. I'm delighted to speak with you. Could you give us a short, uh, could you give us a blessing before you go? Sure, I will. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and all of our listeners today and every day. Amen. 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 Thank you. We've been listening, listeners, to uh, Bishop David Kagan from the Diocese of Bismarck talking about the Rosary and this being the uh, the the month of the, the, month of the, the Holy Rosary. And thank you, Bishop, for being with us and for our listeners. For our listeners, stay tuned for more Real Presence Live to come. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.